600 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. You don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. There's a massive uprising throughout the nation as uh, we get uh, the deplorables are getting to the polls on game day. That's what this is. It is the wake up. Finally, we got here. The first Tuesday in November it is Tuesday, the 3rd of November, the year of our Lord, 2020. You're in the war room live from the nation's capital, and I think today could be historic. Uh, all the pundits look, I, at least initially, look like they're wrong. There's been a massive turnout early in the morning throughout the country. We've gone from Florida to North Carolina, Georgia, Virginia. Talk to people in Ohio, Pennsylvania, and what you're seeing is the deplorables are representing this morning and to and – to, uh, to, uh, Go not just cast their vote, but make their voices heard. You just heard Bill McGinley. Transparency is righteous. And this is what you see Mike Roman and people. There, there are poll watchers in, uh, in Democratic districts that uh, have never been seen before. And Democrats are not responding well to this. Raheem Ghassam is up on the uh, Twitter feed. I want to say tonight, go to the core uh, Facebook page. Go to the, uh, our YouTube page. We're going to have more uh, discussion in the day. We're on G News and GTV. Just go there. We're going to be everywhere, uh, ubiquitous. We're going to have massive distribution tonight, shows going all over the world. We're going to have guests from Europe, from China, from Asia, from everywhere. Of course, the top analysis, uh, uh, Richard Barris, who's been dead spot on so far, is going to be our analytics, doing our analytics. Uh, remember, I put up yesterday 289 uh, electoral votes that the president will win. Uh, Pennsylvania, and he will win of Wisconsin, besides uh, winning Ohio and Florida, and holding Arizona, Georgia, and North Carolina. We have to see how all this turns out. I want to repeat, uh, we know in the live stream, hashtag war room pandemic, people are saying, yes, I, we got reports from our analytics department that the early vote, Biden was only up three. I think some of the comments I've seen so far that Biden had to be up five, seven, or north is absolutely correct. I think Biden being up three in the early vote is not a good thing for the Democratic Party as the deplorables show up on game day and really it's kind of a massive turnout that we're hearing our lines where there used to be 15 or 20 minutes and uh, and kind of crickets, at least right now, over in Democratic strongholds. That could all change. And oftentimes you hear stuff from what's going on on the ground and it, you know, it doesn't totally pan out. But right now, everybody, whatever you should do is make sure everybody in your network is going out there and uh, – and, uh, and, um, and uh, representing, if you got to, put a headphone on, sit in line, and listen to the War Room. Raheem's going to be giving you constant updates. The show tonight's going to be spectacular. You're going to get, and here's what you're going to get. You're going to get the populist nationalist perspective on things. We think we've got a pretty good feel for this. We think we got a pretty good feel for what areas of the country need to vote. You're not going to hear the same nonsense you hear on MSNBC and CNN, neither some of the other bigger networks. I think we've got uh, a perspective. We're going to give you tomorrow's news tonight. We're also going to give you the signal, not the noise. So make sure you tune in 
Uh, we promised Jack Maxey, Raheem Kassam, we're going to have others, Jack Pasovic, the entire Chinese crew. We did Chinese TV last night. It was absolutely over the top and, uh, and fantastic. They just do a great job uh, and real enthusiasm. I had a live audience. Walked into the W Hotel and had a live audience. It was quite, quite extraordinary. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. I just want to reiterate yeah, for the maybe. audience here, because uh, we have a record-breaking audience uh, on the live chat this morning as well on the live stream. I want to make sure all of you guys and gals out there, number one, vote today. Um, no matter how um, jubilant Bill McGinley or Rudy Giuliani or Stephen K. Bannon is, that requires you to still go out and do the thing. And I think the, the, the greater the win the more robust the president can be in a second term. And number two, I want to make sure... You can fire Chris Ray earlier. Right. Instead of waiting at 9 o'clock, like, fire him at 8.30. <laughs> That's what you got to represent. Also, it gets Jim Carrey off Saturday Night Live, right? you got to remember, there's all kind of collateral benefits to this for to a big victory. And then number two, I just want to make sure that in order to view tonight's programming that you're making sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. So if you're not watching this on YouTube, you can go over to YouTube and go to Steve Bannon's War Room. Type that in the search function. Make sure you're subscribed. We have 131,000 subscribers right now. I want to hit 150,000 subscribers by the end of tonight, Look, so by the end of 3 a.m. tonight. Everything we do is free. It's all free. You can go to get the podcast, go to YouTube, go to Facebook, go see everything. Just get online. Share it with your uh, with your. Uh, with your folks, this is a show that's watched by all the hedge fund trading desks, is watched by all the news producers. And the reason is we're not here to entertain you. We're here to give you information that you can make decisions about your life, your professional life, your financial well-being, uh, your personal life, your political life, all of it. And we bring in everything throughout the world. We're very proud. In fact, at the end of the show today, we're going to bring this, this situation in Europe mm. with this radical jihad coming from al-Qaeda. I'm telling you, this is a big deal. We had Raymond Ibrahim on here weeks ago that said this thing was not, was going to metastasize. Raheem Kassam is an absolute expert in that. We're going to have Raymond and Raheem on here. But I want to talk about something about stealing the vote. I was on Maria Bartiroma early this morning, laying down, uh, in, even with Rudy here a minute ago. President's going to step up tonight between 10 and 11 o'clock. I'm going to pick a random number, 1045, <laughs> right before the 11 o'clock news. He's going to claim victory. Right, he's going to claim victory. He's going to set the ground rules. He's going to set the parameters. He's going to set the narrative about no games. Right? We're going to, you know, we got to count these things. We're going to count the certifiable ones, not the uncertifiable ones. Okay? We're going to set the ground rules. He's going to set, he's going to set the engine, the narrative engine, about not stealing this election. But a great American patriot has been working on a project to make sure that the that the, uh, the radicalized, and that's what they are, the radicalized intelligence community and the law enforcement community, parts of them, look, most of the law enforcement community is absolutely incredible. And these are the backbone of the Trump movement. But the upper apparatus of the FBI and others, and by the way, Chris Ray, remember, you heard it first from Stephen K. Bannon four weeks ago, you're fired, okay? As of tonight, you will be fired. Um, and you deserve to be fired. This hard drive, not coming out to when it came out, you having over a year is a disgrace, It'll, it'll be a black mark on the FBI for decades and decades to come, sir. Another great Chris Christie uh, you know, nominee, um, just like Berman in the Southern District of New York, New York. Berman and Ray, two geniuses, right? Um, but there's another absolute thing that, you know, and we don't believe in conspiracy theories, but there's no coincidences. And there's a situation of a, an, an apparatus that was built to be the lead of our foreign intelligence service called Hammer. They had another uh, thing came, it was a big software program and an integrated computer network to do surveillance. It's been turned on Americans. 
under uh, under program scorecard. Uh, this Dennis Montgomery, who was arrested, I think in 2015, was an employee of uh, NSA. Uh, was the creator of it, and he's become a patriot and trying to get the word out. General uh, Tom McInerney, who is one of the great American patriots, a career in the Air Force at the highest levels, and has really been a service to his country, has been his life, has been someone who's decided to come out and talk about it, talk about Hammer. So, General, you're back today. Please tell us, General, that in the last 24, 48 hours since we've had you on and, and, and others, uh, you know, Sidney Powell and others, that we've pulled the plug on Hammer being able to be turned on the American people and trying to flip this election today to thwart the will of the deplorables and the will of the American people. Has this thing been shut down? Trying to steal our country and us steal. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna reconnect with General. Ma we're gonna reconnect with General McInerney. Let's uh, let's uh, let's let's cut. The, okay, uh, we're gonna get to General McInerney so we can hear him. Let's let's get Denver to uh, to do that. Maybe Vish will do that in the next segment after we get uh, after we get it worked out. But I want to hear about Hammer, the Hammer Project, and exactly how it got shut down. Uh, Raheem, let's go back to. I want to know. I want to know Mike Romans. I want to know Mike Romans' uh, yep. Twitter feed. I want to know what's what's going on. Vish, pay attention here. Um, keep going. It, tell, tell me about uh, Grinnell. Tell me about. Um, yeah, well, luckily we've got a lot of people here now out watching what's going on at the polling uh, locations. Uh, we put on the uh, put on the screen earlier one of the uh, images that we saw outside uh, one of the polling stations in Philly instructing people how to vote. That is not legal. Uh, Mike Roman has tweeted uh, an image of the same thing from inside a polling location in Philadelphia. Uh, a man uh, wearing a blue jacket, handing out literature uh, for, of two people in line to vote inside the polling place. Uh, which is not legal, and the, the, the literature, somebody has it, is actually a leaflet that was the sign that we saw outside the polling location earlier, instructing people to vote um, for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. We're actually in the middle of setting up a live blog right now. Natalie Winters is going to be manning that live blog along with myself and a couple of the other team from the National Pulse, and people are going to be able to follow live throughout the day where these reports, whether it's coming from Mike Roman, whether it's coming from Jack Posobiec, whether it's coming from here in the war room, we're going to aggregate all of that in one place so that people have something to follow and they can go along. And I want to reiterate again, because last time I said this, we bumped up a thousand subscribers. On YouTube tonight, I think you said 7 p.m. You're cutting into my martini S time? 7 p.m. Yes, you've got to be early. We'll make, I tell you what, we'll make, a, make you a martini during the, during right. the show. How's that uh, 7 p.m. live on the Steve Bannon's War Room channel. And Steve... Can we tease? We got a we got an announcement tonight as well. We're launching yes, something. Yes, we we're launching something tonight. That'll be very special. It'll be a, uh, I think it'll be an inflection point in kind of conservative and Trump news. We've finally decided that a certain individual's driven us so crazy about what he's doing uh, on uh, for to the Trump movement. We decided to kind of take uh, some action here, and uh, Raheem and the team over at National Pulse have been fantastic. But we're going to announce that tonight to uh, to 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 be able to to make sure that you get more information to enlighten you and to make your lives better and more productive. That's what the show's about. Remember, the subscription is totally free. Everything we do here is free. Just come on board. Make sure you share it. You're going to have, we want to hear all your comments in the live stream, all your comments on hashtag War and Pandemic. As we know more about the, the ubiquitous distribution night, because we're adding distribution partners, people are calling and saying, hey, we want to take the show. We want to put it up. Uh, we're going to be putting it up on hashtag War and Pandemic. We're going to put it up on the Twitter feed. 
So if you join our Twitter, go to our Twitter, join it. We'll, we'll have more information as the day as the day goes. We're going to try to get General McInerney on. I tell you what, Richard Barris, I know we've got to get Richard Barris on um, and uh, our pollster, he's already got good, great information for us. Jack, you look like you're busting at the seams. Well, no, I just was, yeah. I've been looking back at some of these numbers that we used to get from University of Washington, the projections that were put up on the screen. Oh, you're, all going, throughout full, the you're going full pandemic on me. No, no. So I went back and looked at the Wayback Machine. At the end of August, they had a prediction that we would have with mandates easing 270,000 dead by today. That is about 40,000 above what we would have expected. Even with universal masks, they would have had us at 230, which is what we are. So I guess what I'm saying is when the Democrats were spreading so much fear all the way in August as we were starting to send out these ballots, their own oracle was off by about 20 to 25 percent in terms of the estimation so, guys, you know, you made a big error, and I think that now we're watching it play out, and it's not where they said it was going to be, and it's going to be in our favor on Election Day, and they, they ruined it by putting so much fear in the Democratic voters. Let's go back to – I also want to go back to uh, about to what we've got as far as life – what we've got as far yeah. as information coming from the field, particularly at these polling locations. Yeah, that's right. So uh, we started off the show today by t- talking to you about uh, the live news – as it was breaking this morning of a polling location in Lucerne County not being available um, at, at 7 a.m. when it's supposed to open. The first people were allowed in at 10 to 8 a.m., 7.50 a.m., and the first vote wasn't cast until sometime after that between 8.30 and 8.45 a.m. Shapiro should be on top of this. What he should be on top of is these Democratic officials that are slowing down the ability for deplorables who've got to get to work to be able to get in there and vote. Lucerne uh, County is where President Trump has got to come up with a big number. And this is where you see Shapiro right now should recuse himself with everything involved with this issue. He's already said that he's already said he already knows what the vote is. He already knows that the Biden's won. Right. This is outrageous. And what happened at that polling place? This is what they're trying to try to do today to suppress the Trump vote. They know they got to suppress it in certain areas. Mike Roman is, is in direct communication with us. He said it's like ripping up a floorboard. You've seen the cockroaches run everywhere. They've got the eyeball on the Democrats. And it's just at Mike Roman if you want to follow him on Twitter. At Mike Roman. Tell him the war room sent you. Uh, you got to follow Roman today. Rick Cornell's on fire as he normally is. Rick Cornell, I believe, will be named the interim, interim head of the Federal Bureau of Investigation tonight to clean it out. We'll be back, General McInerney, in a moment. War Room, that pandemic, with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room, pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We're hearing unconfirmed reports. Now, remember, you're getting raw information from folks, but we're hearing that Maricopa County right now is coming in 3-1 to one Republican on game day. So who knows? What we do know is in the traditionally Republican areas, you're seeing a massive turnout. Places where people would go and vote 30 minutes are now hours, right? People are out. They're fired up. President Trump, remember, these presidential elections are all like kind of the playoffs in the pro, in pro football. 
or the or playoffs to get ready for the World Series. It's about momentum. It's who surges at the right time, who's got the right focus, who's got the right, the right, uh, you know, the right, right uh, not just the message, not just the motive, but can bring it together. And Trump, this is what was so impressive. Trump put the whole thing on his shoulders and just delivered. I mean, he's, this is one thing about Trump you got to understand. He's like those guys you meet in high school, those athletes. He wants the ball for the last two minutes, right? There's a lot of guys, great athletes, they don't want to get near that ball. Right, he wants the ball. He put it on his shoulders this time, and just drove this home. Right, and and this was a this was I think a bigger come from behind four weeks ago, right after the first debate, and when he got COVID, the way the media was piling on, this was dead. They had a chance to drive the spike through the heart in Ohio, and Joe Biden can't close. You mm. can't close when you're not. You, you, you listen. This is one thing of the Biden campaign. You never ran a campaign. And this is once again where the media Praetorian Guard hurts them. So I hope tonight we teach a lesson. We've got to represent all day. You've got to be out all day with these kind of lines. And you should do, what you should do is go have a conversation with a Bernie bro. Go have a conversation with a union worker. Go have a conversation that maybe is nat- naturally inclined to vote for Trump. Have that last conversation with them before they pull the trigger. And just ask them one simple question. How did all this stuff come out about about uh, about his compromise by the Chinese Communist Party? Selling out you. Your jobs are all shipped over there, right? That's why your wages haven't gone up. The state-owned industries, the deflation they send back here, the uh, the overcapacity. Why is that never been Fentanyl. Fentanyl, opioids, you know, the new opium war in reverse. Look, the Chinese Communist Party got this thing thought through. Do not think for a second they're not tough and they are not just smart. They're brilliant. Okay, this is the greatest existential threat we've ever had. You know why? These are really tough hombres. This is not the Russians. No offense, intended or implied. Okay, Um, this is like the worst, like the Germans on steroids. Right. This is the Germans, 1.5 billion people. And these are just they're dangerous gangsters. Okay, and they are smart. Just so just every Bernie bro and no offense, but the pathetic race that knowing what we know now you don't think all this information wasn't out there it wasn't known did you had did bernie ever do any oppo for bernie bro before you go vote and we're not here to tell you to vote that we don't we're not in the business of telling you how to vote we want you to get access to make your own decisions but ask yourself a question in the eight years that bernie sanders ran against the establishment in the eight years will you please tell me one hit one punch he ever threw at the establishment hillary clinton why did I even come on the 16 campaign? Because my focus in life was taking down Hillary, Hillary Clinton, right? He hadn't laid, a, he hadn't laid a, a glove on her in the entire primaries. I call it a pillow fight. Well, this thing with Biden was even a bigger pillow fight, okay? It was even a bigger pillow fight. Um, and uh, and um, uh, you've got to get, you know, you've got to get, you, you've got to think about that before you go. Do we have General McInerney? Can we bring General McInerney on? Come on. Hey, General McInerney, thank you for joining us. Um, can you, um, I, I want to ask you, just tell us the status of Hammer. Well, it's still up and running, Steve, I'm uh, sorry to say. Uh, last night, the, uh, one of the outlets, uh, the DNC, for instance, has been using this tool, and uh, it has not yet been taken down, uh, just for our listeners to refresh in them, that the Hammer is a... Uh, surveillance tool, as you mentioned, that the Obama administration, two weeks after they took over, put it into a 
another location and started using it politically against their enemies, and then they modified it with this software package that changes the votes. The software package, like on your iPhone, is is called uh, <clears throat> a scorecard. And the fact is, a scorecard is uh, what they're going to try to change your vote. So it doesn't mean matter what the poll watchers are doing. That is another tool they're using with poll watchers and the uh, bogus votes. Okay, okay. so, hang, so hang on. They're mailing hang, hang, hang on. Oh. Hang on a yeah. second. Hang on a second, because I know Media Matters is in full meltdown right now. Um, you're, you were actually on a radio show the other day on some guy's got a YouTube channel, some of a really good show, but... They, they, and you talked about this in detail. Did they take it down? Did they take? I understand they took down that broadcast. Is that correct? That's correct. YouTube took it down this morning around seven oh seven. What What are they afraid of? Why are they Why are they afraid of General McInerney? You've served your country for your entire life. You're an American patriot. What What could it What could you do on a radio show that they would want to take it down? Why Why would they think it's too dangerous? for people to listen to and make up their own mind? Because it's exposing them, Steve. The fact is, is the media, uh, the high-tech media, the social media, the mainstream media, are all complicit in this effort to get rid of President Trump. He is draining the swamp, and he's uncovering the corruption that we have, the censorship. It is absolutely pathetic that they would take me off a show that Dave Janda had, and uh, they'll, they'll probably do anything else they can because they don't want the American people to know how they're trying to steal our country and our freedom. It is so clear that uh, when they did that, they exposed themselves. So the American people, thanks to you and thanks to what you're doing in your war room, is still getting the word out, but uh, they have used it. You talked about Bernie Sanders never winning. The fact is, is they used it against him in South Carolina. They used it against uh, in the presidential elections with Romney to win Florida. They are using it, and they've made it even more robust because they tried to use it in 2016, and it failed. And I can't say on the on this radio why it failed, but it failed. And the fact is, is they've made it more robust. It makes it more difficult okay. so, to so, take it out. So, G General McInerney, w w obviously we'll adjudicate this later to f get to the bottom of how under President Trump's administration is still going on. It's been spun out, has been dropped. But to since this is game day, this is the wake up. We do, it's not 10 in a wake up, 9 in a wake up. This is the wake up today. It only matters today. Uh, and the reason I was attracted to this, not just knowing what it was internally, but also knowing that Ace Lions, the revered admiral of the Pacific Fleet that I was honored to to serve under, and yourself, two, two renowned patriots that gave their entire lives for their country, made this their number one priority. And Admiral Lyons, on his deathbed, made it his number one priority. What can be done today? What is actually can be done today to make sure that the apparatus cannot steal from the deplorables, their victory. The U.S. government has got to take it down. The U.S. government has got to take the servers down. And, and that's the important thing, because they've got 5,000 uh, 
outlets to it, connectivity to it. They're using it. The White House under Obama had a direct uh, VPN line into it, listening into other U.S. citizens' conversations. They used it against General Flynn. They used it against a host of American people. And so uh, the fact is, is they're still using it because they stole it from the U.S. government and moved it out of the CIA because it was a, 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 a SAP program, a special access program. Few people knew about it, and they moved it out, and they moved it into their political empire. For that, these are all treasonous activities, and we cannot let them do it tonight. When the count starts coming in is when they put this software scorecard on it, and that's the danger that we're facing. Well, we're on it today, General McInerney, and I'll talk to you as soon as we're off the air, but I want to um, uh, just say how much, not just our audience, but the entire country, particularly veterans, anybody that served and understands the dedication that you and Admiral Ace Lyons gave to this country and how you guys are so focused on this being the absolute thing that we got to take care of. This is another thing of the apparatus getting out of control of these surveillance operations. It's just absolutely incredible. This is why Sidney Powell has dedicated the last couple of her years of her life Defending General Flynn is one of the best guys that you'll, you'll ever meet. So, General McInerney, I thank you very much. We'll make sure that we're on top of this. And thank you for taking the time to come on the show today. Thank you, Steve. Keep pressing. Always, sir. I got to tell you, Tom McInerney is, a, is an American hero, right? And I don't want to hear any of the leftists going to sit there, oh, these guys are crazy. Okay, we're going to see. Remember, I'm, I'm Mr. There's no conspiracies, but there are also no coincidences. So we're going to get to the bottom of this, just like we got to the bottom of Ray. Ray, gone. Fauci began the process, gone. Right? Haspel, gone. Right? Other people, gone. Right? Not acceptable. Deplorables are representing today. The deplorables are representing today. And you got Mike Rowan. This is what the progressive left. Uh, you remember, our watchword here, no whining, no tears. So I don't want to hear the whining and the tears, because you started to see them come up last night. They had a little bit of the whining and the tears. Right, Charlie Cook up there saying it's going to be as big as landslide as Mondale. Even my boy Scott Rasmussen, I love Scott Rasmussen, big, right up on Drudge with, you know, we're going to have a Mondale type. You know, this is like Hoover and Carter. Don't think so. And why? The American people. We're going to go now next uh, in the break. We're going to take a break. We're going to go next. We're going to get uh, Richard Barris on here of big data polling. Brother Barris has been all over this from the beginning. Had a little different take than the mainstream media. You don't see on his site, Trump down by 10, Trump down by 9. I've been talking to European journalists over the last couple of days. They are absolutely gossiping. I think, oh, what are you talking about? Trump can't possibly. Well, what, what's this hard drive you're talking about? We haven't heard anything about it. Note to self, the forgotten man and woman gets their turn to talk in all righteousness today. with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Do we have these California things ready to go? Because I want to play the California things. Don't give me the dumb look. i got to have the California things. Don't don't give me the, what are you saying? The, th- the same thing we talked about for five days. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> right? Welcome back to the production meeting. 
Jack Max, you got breaking news? Quick things in Europe. U.S. Embassy Austria issues newest security alert warning subjects related to the Vienna attacks still at large. Residents urged to stay indoors. Wow. Also, just now, U.K. Joint Terrorism Analysis Center raises national terror threat level from substantial to severe. Quote, an attack is highly likely. Public urged to remain vigilant. Okay, we're going to have just, Raymond Just very quickly, yeah, I mean, I'll give you a little ahead. bit of inside yeah. information on this. I was told by a source yesterday that all of the top national security people across Europe have been told uh, that there is a an active call from al-Qaeda and its affiliates for all lone wolves, i.e., you know, people who are not in direct line of command right. With, right. with the leadership. They have all been told now is the time to unleash a terror okay, we're attack gonna, we're gonna across be, Europe. We're going to be all over top of this. Try to get Nigel on the show tonight. Uh, Raheem will be breaking news about this tonight on the show. You can go everywhere. Go to our YouTube page. Uh, go to CORE's uh, Facebook page. Go everywhere. Ubiquitous tonight. And particularly uh, for the deplorables out there, you get the information that the hedge fund guys want. Guess what, hedge fund guys? You should have paid attention to this show weeks ago, right? You would have caught the updraft, and here's why. We kept telling you that Biden was not going to pull this off. You've seen a massive, massive turnout. Uh, today and everybody out there in um, particularly in battleground states you got to represent you must represent today and i include texas in that a new battleground state i want to go to richard barris now a big a data polling big data polls uh first off all your enemies sir and this is what i love about barris he, he's a he's a he's a gentleman he's a very he's a very smart guy but he's a very gentleman not snarky but, man, your enemies are in full meltdown right now. Tell us about Brother Wasserman. Brother Wasserman's not handling this too well, is he? No, he's not. He's having – it was uh, early when he first started to uh, crack a little bit. But, you know, this is what I warn people about in Florida. Florida's big. If you don't know it, just don't wait in the waters. Why don't you just wait and get your – you know, don't wait. Wait until your ears are wet, you know. Keep going with that. But, anyway, he thinks it's heavy now. It will get more R as the day goes on. You guys didn't see Pinellas go R until mid-afternoon in 2016. Right. So uh, if he thinks that the electorate is heavy now, give it time, Dave. Give it time because it's going to uh, it's just going to get worse from tell, here. Tell our audience who Dave Wasserman is and why people, everybody in D.C. follows this guy. Everybody inside the Beltway thinks he's the oracle, and 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 Richard Barris is just not a, another crazy guy hanging out with Bannon. Right. So all those guys, too. Right. Cook and all those guys, uh, you know, they they the, the problem is data analysts cannot get involved in groupthink. You just can't do that. And the minute you start blocking out legitimate criticism and shutting down debate, then it turns into an echo chamber. And you're really no more than an opinion pundit. And that really is what happened to that class uh, over the last really. I mean, I've always thought it's like that, but it's it, it hasn't been as open as it is now. It hasn't been as as one-sided as it is now it's just like anything else in the era of trump it really just got unmasked as the years went on and we've seen one call after another hillary was a lock in florida andrew gillum was ahead by 20 points with independence you know i can tell you right now just from some of the things that we do know and some we can report you know we can't we're just not allowed to say until certain times uh the independent vote just does not appear to be going the way that it was projected to go in many areas so it's just gonna again. It's just gonna get worse. So let's talk about let's talk about Florida because Florida is central to this. They're in meltdown right now. Hispanic turnout, black turnout, the independent yeah. vote, even the white vote. They're going to get over forty percent of the white vote. Well, how did Charlie Cook and these guys get it? So Charlie Cook last night, he's on the last word. 
uh, with uh, with O'Donnell. And he's sitting there laughing and they're high fiving. He said, "Hey, this is a Mondale level blowout. This is going to be a Mondale level landslide. To do that, now you need Florida. You need them all. So how is Charlie Cook? Uh, what how well, how's Charlie Cook sitting this morning? How do you think, sir?" Yeah, you know, this is what happens when you just believe certain polls and ignore others. That really, all of the fundamentals in this race, real predictive indicators that are not public polls, there are others, folks. You just never hear about them. I've never seen the polls vary so much from all the other predictive indicators. And so they really should not have been surprised that Florida has gotten more and more and more Republican in the electorate on election day um we started asking two months ago who was going to vote when and so they oh they put their best foot forward in the beginning steve they believed the polling and then they they never uh, digested all of the other evidence that was coming in to suggest that you know what as time goes on that's going to get chipped away and the you know what i find funny though the biden campaign is not doing this they're not deluding themselves. Biden is campaigning right now. Last night on a conference call last night, they said they're one state away from defeat. That is a lot different than uh, Donald Trump's only going to win Montana by four points. I can tell you this right now without any specifics. Anything in Arizona that was Biden plus three or more is wrong. That's how wrong these polls are. Anything that was Doug Jones plus anything in Alabama, they're wrong. And it's just it's that's the that's the reality so we're looking at some really big polling misses so let's go i want to go i want to walk through the day for our audience we're going to walk you through the day the national pulse natalie winner she's the best around this kid gets it she's a grinder they're doing a live blog so all day we're going to be dumping stuff in there go to hashtag war and pandemic you got to join the show tonight here's why we put up what the numbers are going to be yesterday we've talked about this for weeks and weeks and weeks we had the hard drive from hell we knew exactly it was going to force him underground give the president a little bit of opportunity to get some traction. And now it's game day. And Donald Trump is a game day player, okay? And so the deplorables have got it on their shoulders. I want to walk through the day. So, Richard, what should people look forward before you get to 7 o'clock? You're going to be in the show tonight. You're coming in and out because people think you're a rock star because you are. Let's walk through the day. What, what, as you look at the things you're going to look at, where are you going to look? What should people be focused on uh, throughout the day until we get to the 7 o'clock uh, show? Yeah, like Ballotpedia, we call them pivot counties. We don't call them swing counties. We call them pivot counties. And Indiana is going to be one of the first to come in right off the bat, going to go to Vigo County, going to look at Perry County. And because of what we saw in the polling, there it's it's all right for Team Trump if there's some adjustment there, as long as we see other areas continuing uh, to realign, right? So Vigo County went for uh, Obama barely by about a point, and then the president carried it by almost 15 points. Let's say he's at 12 percent there, you know, but that's all right if um, if uh, Delaware County is a little bit better for Trump or vice versa. Right. Because what we have seen is the Trump coalition in 2016 doesn't it does not look like the coalition that supports him in 2020. And, uh, you know, I think that's a little bit hard for some of these guys to grasp. This stuff does not occur in a vacuum. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction, sometimes a little bit more than equal. And that's how you win elections. What are you hear from uh, what are you hearing about turnout now as you as you're getting your reports from places like North Carolina, places like Georgia, other than Florida? We know you're all over Florida. As you look uh, here around of what's going on in Pennsylvania, Ohio, North Carolina and Georgia, what are you hearing about turnout so far? 
if this happens the way it looks like it could happen, they did this to themselves, and they meaning the Democrats. So in Carteret County, in uh, Craven County, these are red areas, uh, districts that are R plus 30 or more. It's at about 930. It started to get really heavy. Uh, you know, so this is what they told us for two months. We had been asking people, and it's not just Republicans. The more we got closer to the closer we got to election day and on election day, the more conservatives, even those independent voters, were going to be. They didn't. They did, just didn't buy into it. They didn't believe it. They wanted to vote on election day. They know the difference between a solicited and unsolicited ballot. I mean, we've just been asking them these questions for two months. This is playing out exactly how we thought it would play out. Let me. I want to put you on the spot a little Seven. bit because you've been so you've been so good about uh, about how you've nailed this as far as the analytics go. Uh, between ten and eleven o'clock tonight, is the president of the United States you think going to come forward and actually claim either victory or claim that he's got a dominant lead on this? So he, he stops all this nonsense and the games are going to try to be played by the Attorney General of uh, of uh, Pennsylvania, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Last night on Rachel Maddow, they didn't have one Democratic voter, not one Democratic. Um, you know, activists, they had lawyers, they had, they had Bob Bauer on first, they had the Attorney General of Pennsylvania, they had Letitia James in the clip, they then talked about, they had an infomercial for getting the Antifa guys worked up. Uh, what do you think happens tonight, as you see it now, right, you know, at 11 o'clock, right before noon, on game day, how do you see, see this thing playing out, and what do you think the president does tonight? Uh, he should. I mean, if that's the way it goes down, which I, look, you know, we just... You're you're always a little bit doubting of yourself, and you should be open to criticism when you do this. But there are there are a few things that have happened that are making us more and more confident that we were closer. What are those? What are those? What are those things? What are those two or three things you think that that are making you feel more confident? So it started with the gold standard state level local pollsters. We know Florida. We really know Florida. So if another competitor comes out with a totally different result, you better take ours to the bank. So that's that. That's the way it is with Seltzer in Iowa. That's the way it is with Landmark in Georgia. And basically, all of us showed 2016 comparable levels of support for the president. If there was going to be a warning sign in some place like New Hampshire, we would have saw it in the vote last night in those um, in those rural counties in uh, New Hampshire. Those guys wrote in Michael Bloomberg in the primary because they didn't like Donald Trump. And they, if the decency argument that Joe Biden was pushing was going to really show up, it would have showed up there. Not 62% for Donald Trump. By the These way, are people that's, that are that's, the, folks that's the other church. thing. This is how the mainstream media plays it. There's actually Dixville Knox, but it's uh, the bigger one is that Mills something. Dixville Knox was 4-0. But it was the one down the road was what sixteen to five for Trump, and you had to yep. search online yep. to see that. This is how the media wants to suppress this stuff, and social media wants to suppress it. Dixville Knox is kind of just a little marketing thing. The first real community or hamlet is those twenty people that vote down the road, sixteen to five blowout, right? And that's right. If you and they and they decided. They decided that, you know what, maybe my wallet matters a little bit more than decency. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe the country matters a little bit more yeah. than decency. Yeah, got some so hard when we go out west yeah. tonight in, Ar in Ohio, in Iowa, in Wisconsin, we're going to be looking at those people, Steve. They mirror those kinds of people. And they told us last night whether or not Joe Biden's argument worked.
This was a huge thing, and I noticed the last night that they suppressed it. As soon as those votes came in, you didn't hear anything about the other alternative. You only heard about Dixville Notch. Okay, last thing. How do people get to you during the day? What's the Twitter feed? I want people to follow you all day long until we get to our broadcast tonight, which you'll be part of. Richard Barris from Big Data Polling, one of the smartest young guys in the country. What's your Twitter handle? How do people get on your page? Are you you and Barnes doing your podcast this afternoon? No, Barnes got uh, something worked out with someone else, but that's great. They should, if if people want to see uh, Barnes giving bet tips and stuff in the middle of the night, in the early in the night, into the middle of the night, that's that's the place to go. He's great with that. But they can follow me at people's underscore pundit. And if you're not if you're not wanting to wait for the AP to be sleepy and release results trickle by trickle, they can do it at peoplespunditdaily.com. We will have results. They will be faster than the AP. Richard's going to join us tonight. And those who have their clients. Yeah. Richard's going to be on tonight to give us his insights. He's he's nailed this from the beginning. Uh, and we, we look to get the smartest people. We're not trying to waste your time. We're also not here to entertain you. We're trying to give you the uh, smartest takes on things. As we can. Richard, thank you very much. You, you and your wife have just been amazing. What a team. What a combo. Combo package. Thanks, Steve. All the best. Thanks. Okay, brother. See him tonight. He's going to be in our global broadcast. This guy's a smart hombre. Goes down to the data. Doesn't listen to the happy talk. Ooh, are there going to be big crocodile tears tonight? Big long faces. Okay. But you got to represent. Got a long way to go. We're only close to noon. Got a long way to go. Polling place is up in a long time. And there's a lot of shenanigans going on. We come back. We're going to talk about what's going on in Europe. It's outrageous. With Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I want to thank everybody in the live stream. Everybody's on hashtag War Room Pandemic. This is a global show. You're a global audience. You've had more impact on the world than even you understand of changing the arc of history. And we're going to do it again today. This turnout, as we've told you from the beginning. And looking at the analysis, don't believe the polls. They're just dead wrong. This is all about action, action, action. The action today is to vote. Bring everybody you know to vote. And go convince. Go talk to Bernie Peoples and get it, get them open. Um, we're now hearing reports in New York City, certain areas of New York State, lines at the, at the stores because they understand what's happening throughout the nation. And they think this rioting is going to take place for, uh, for, um, for uh, several days, if not weeks. So we've got to be prepared for that. We're telling people that, hey, deplorables don't riot. Right, deplorables are for law and order, order versus chaos. So you're going to see you're going to see chaos as they as the the uh, the folks that are the thumb suckers and the pearl clutchers uh, have to deal with the forgotten man and woman. I'm going to bring in now Raheem Kassam, uh, author of No Go Zones, our, our wingman here. We got Raymond Ibrahim. What is going on in Europe, Raheem? And I want to bring Raymond on. You guys got the last segment here. What is going on? Is this a crisis? My perspective on this, Steve, and, and, and this comes just moments after, as Jack Magsy reported in the last segment, the UK terror threat level has now been raised from substantial to severe. That means an attack is judged to be highly likely. That follows the Austri- Austrian capital attack last night in which four people were killed. Last week in France in a knife attack in Nice, uh, three people were killed. The teacher, Samuel Patti, was murdered in Paris oh, last these month. Were be- these were beheadings. Beheadings. 
and uh, my my sources tell me that there has been a a an across the continent a continent wide uh, alert that um, radical Islamic terrorists, whether they're lone wolves or part of some greater cell, have been ordered and instructed to strike now. Now we'll hear more about that in the coming days, and I want to bring Raymond in on this as well, Raymond. Your perspective on this, I see this as just the beginning, uh, as far as I'm concerned. They've clearly chosen this period of time between now and January to strike at the heart of Western nations. Um, What are you hearing from, from, from your sources? Could get and will get a lot worse. There's, there's no doubt about that. And, um, so it's so hard to keep up with what's going on. You just listed a few of them, uh, what's been going on. There's also in France, um, along with the beheadings and the church attack in Nice, the beheaded, the three beheadings there and the blasphemy beheading of Patty. I think a priest, an Orthodox priest was shot at, um, just a few days in France in his church. And, um, this just, this sort of thing, we have to start connecting the dots. This isn't new. This isn't just random disparate events. Uh, in September, a priest was stabbed to death by a migrant, Muslim migrant in Italy, uh, I think actually close to Rome. <clears throat> and so in, to someone like me who follows, for example, the topic of the persecution of Christians in the Islamic world, Europe is beginning to look more like Nigeria than Europe. Um, and that's, I think, a way to understand what's happening. When you go to where the Muslim world itself, where you have Muslim popu- vast Muslim populations and non-Muslim minorities living amongst them, what you're seeing in Europe is very common. It happens and prevails there. I think that's why you're seeing it to such an extent now in Europe, because the more number numbers of Muslims grow in Europe, France, for example, has, um, I think, the largest Muslim population in all of Western right. Europe, especially between four to eight million. So, you know, if you just take 10% of eight million, well, that's a huge number as opposed to, let's say, another country that has a tiny Raymond, population. So, what do you yeah. think it is about this point in time specifically that has encouraged all of these attacks to, you know, or seemingly spring up out of nowhere? Now, you and I know that that nowhere isn't such a thing in this regard. Uh, but why, why the immediacy? Is it, is it, you know, because people are in 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 these kind of renewed lockdowns because there's already a panic over the, over the coronavirus and the CCP virus in Europe? Is it because of the elections going in the United States? What what is it about right now that they've chosen to do to to, to because we haven't seen much of this, at least a high-profile, high-scale level of attacks for a little bit of time, at least. Honestly, I don't think that this is anything specific or planned. I personally think that this is just a reflection of the growing strength of Islam, and all it needs is one small thing to trigger it, which was the paddy, the the blasphemy cartoons, and all that. And Muslims or Islamist types at least are becoming more and more emboldened. For example, the most recent killer in Vienna, they've determined supposedly he's a lone wolf acting on his own. Um, So I think this is just, and we've seen this before, and any time you look, this happens and it happens. Now, certainly there may be an element of trying to take advantage of the, you know, the, the where the world is right now between coronavirus and elections and all that sort of distraction. But I've never seen Islamist violence require some, you know, occasion to do what it does. And I've seen, and I'm sure you've seen this sort of thing just flare out always, irrespective of what's happening. 
So I think this is ultimately a reflection of growing Islamic uh, boldened, emboldened um, sort of Islamist aggression that is just waiting for anything to tick it off. And I think in this case, it's been Macron with what he's saying and um, the blasphemy cartoons and that sort of thing. So it's Ra an extreme Ra reaction. Raymond, how do people, person, how do people get to your website? How do people get to your Twitter handle? We're going to have you back on during the week to go dr drill down on more of this, maybe even tonight on the show. On our election coverage, how do sure. how do uh, how do people get sure. to you? Sure, Stephen. Thanks. Uh, best place is just my website, Raymond Ibrahim I B R A H I M dot com, and uh, my Twitter handle and Facebook and all that. It's right there. The book is Sword and Scimitar. He's the author of it. It's a must read. You got to get it. We'll put that up tonight or tomorrow. Okay, Raymond. Thank you very much. Breaking news out of Europe: a wave thanks, of Stephen. attacks by these Islamists against particularly focused on religious for focus on the catholic church greek orthodox church beheading people in church we're gonna get more into that later tonight 7 p.m come back online throughout the day you've got national pulse you got the live blog jack maxi uh raheem kassan myself bish bish burr the entire team will have basobic we're gonna have barris mcginley rudy everybody dialed in from all over being the single best location in washington dc absolutely stunning view the entire g news g media team gtv all there. It's going to be a global broadcast. We're going to have, be reading off of your comments from throughout the world. It's the most important election in American history, the most important election in 5,000 years of Chinese history, and I think probably the most important election in world history, right? More is going to come out of this. We'll be one thing or the other on the other side of this, but I will tell you, so far at high noon, the deplorables have represented. Do not falter. Transparency is righteous and your vote is righteous. Put it on your shoulders. Take it off President Trump's and put it on your shoulders. Let's deliver. Jack Maxey, Raheem Kassam, Stephen K. Banner. We're going to see you tonight, 7 p.m. Go to the YouTube channel. Go to our webpage. Go to CORE. Go to Facebook. Google us. Go anywhere or ask Jack. We'll see you tonight, 7. Thank you, man.